Hello everybody and welcome back to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodins. I hope that you're all well. It's another ranking today. Absolutely love doing these, sharing my opinion on all things film and TV shows, but also giving you a bit of an insight into what I've been watching over the past couple of days, sort of taking the weekend off to watch films that these rankings can be created. So really looking forward to be doing this podcast today as well. If you guys um, didn't know about my recent Instagram update, I did re-update the podcast plan and the Captain Marvel, the review, the second review I'm going to be doing on my MCU Journey to Phase 4 series that is doing some really well, really well on the channel already with Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, that has been moved to, to, to tomorrow uh, with reviews on One Night in Miami outside the wire as as being pushed back to the weekend once i get watching them furthermore i will not be reviewing um episodes one to three of one division which is set to premiere on disney plus i'm going to watch them i'll i'll do a quick 30 second review over on my stardust so same account neighbors by uh instagram frc underscore podcast and then that will be a really good thing for me to do but let's get straight into this podcast as we rank the top 10 highest grossing Samuel L. Jackson movies I'm a massive fan of Samuel L. Jackson he's an incredible actor who's been in so many fantastic movies throughout his time he is at, actually at the top of the box office in terms of numbers wise and looking back his filmography in, in creating this ranking yeah, there's no doubt that he is one of the most successful actors of a generation. Now, this is all accurate from today's date, which is the 14th of January at the time of recording this. So if he makes any films that absolutely blows up at the box office and makes it onto this top 10 list, then obviously this one will be outdated. But at the time, this is the top 10 that you can find over on Box Office Mojo. Another thing that I just want to disclose as well, there's going to be a lot of repetitive films. For example, the, him, his involvement in the MCU and Star Wars is absolutely massive. And of course, the, the movies are very, very successful. So don't expect any hidden gems here. This is not a ranking of every single film. Samuel Jackson's film I have seen it's just the top 10 highest grossing because it's much easier for me and it doesn't create an hour-long podcast so without further ado here is the ranking of the top 10 highest grossing Samuel L. Jackson movies from the worst to the best kicking off at number 10 is Avengers Age of Ultron the penultimate film in MCU phase 2 is a really good action-packed installments of the mcu and seeing the progression of these characters as their solo films entered the third phase it sees a different side of all the avengers and sees roadblocks and sort of the emotional art that they keep happening particularly the setup and ultron is a really really good villain but it decides to take a very very concrete storyline like the 2012 Avengers film and basically just repeat it but with a lot more action and a lot more excitement for for that can be quite popular and with some fans but for me I want to see the progression of these characters I want to feel all of them stories connect together and I don't think Age of Ultron particularly does that as good as it could I thought that the film was good and I thought the film was a nice installment but the, the whole idea of Avengers Age of Ultron is a, 
is a more of a beginning of a story for Captain America Civil War, not the penultimate film in a phase which had so many experimental projects. Coming in at number nine is Captain Marvel. The first female-led solo film in the MCU is very, very different for so many reasons for me. Obviously, looking at a first female-led film definitely brings the the not repeatedness of the you know current Marvel films to date, but it focuses on the single character more than any other solo entry. It the the uh, the whole arc of Carol Danvers is constantly driven throughout the film, and is and at the time I did think it was a base for Endgame to tie this whole universe together. However, the action is not used as much and its to its potential. The pacing was very very slow, and there's some really unnecessary characters inside of the film where they're just there to either give a little bit of a story, create that an emotional arc that just didn't resonate or connect with, and. Carol Danvers, played by Brie Larson, was outshined by the de-aged version of Nick Fury, of course, played by the main man Samuel L. Jackson. So when you get out, when you, it's a solo film, it's an origin story, and you get outshined by a much more successful supporting character, it's just very, very hard to come back from that. Coming in at number eight is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. The first film in the sequel trilogy is. Not too bad. I know a lot of people moan about it. I know a lot of people have very, very strong opinions about it. But I think that this one is a nice change of direction. I thought that the the idea of the connective story, the backstory for a lot of well-known characters was nice to see. Some fantastic actors and actresses as well portraying them. I do think it falls under the same Star Wars cliches. And I think the introduction of... Darth Maul was really cool, but should have happened much earlier in the film. For me, the biggest thing was Qui-Con Jinn's character. I'm a big fan of him in terms of his place in The Phantom Menace. So I would have liked to see his story progress, but of course it had to s- stick to such a connected story. And I thought that that whole idea of him dying just had to happen. But I was disappointed because I liked his character development. And Samuel L. Jackson was fantastic as Mace Windu as well because he just brought that cool, cool but powerful arrogance in every scene he was in. Coming in at number seven is Incredibles 2. The long-awaited sequel to the 2004 original animation is on par with the original for me because it had all of it the ingredients from the first film just coming back but they are much, much older. It made it new and fresh for new fans and to completely make it its own film, but had them really connected ties, making Disney and Pixar fans ready for the next adventure with these heroes. I do think it brings a nice storyline together that interests all ages and provoke relevant points to society through the great comedy and action it develops. But the whole idea of a female taking lead just felt so repetitive in him. In a year where there were so many stories in big blockbuster films that were connected to women, not a massive, not got a massive problem with that. But I think that they could have done something completely different and refreshed the formula. This now on the top six is top five is Spider-Man: Far From Home. The final film in the Infinity Saga is another perfect MCU film to enjoy. The tone was light-hearted after Endgame, exploring different genres and a continuation of the Spidey adventures. I thought I think that Spider-Man is 
I think at the whole MCU, the Spider-Man films are the most relatable films at the bunch because it, you look at it from a teenager perspective who has all of these crazy situations going on in his life. It didn't really have the same effect as Homecoming because it, it did have a, a sort of that type of thing where we've seen it before on screen. But I thought this was a really, really pleasant film. But there are just five better films. Coming in at number five is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. A lot of people will, will be surprised by this on the list. But he is actually credited at IMDb for this role. So, hence why he was on this ranking. Because you can hear his voice at the end of the film. This is the this is a film that was highly divisive. But I really, really enjoyed. It had a had a fantastic action sequence particularly at the end and the storytelling was really really good because all of these characters felt developed. Abram brings his experience of the sci-fi to the genre and cleverly enforces the tone of the entry into every scene. I, I do think that whole idea about keeping things hanging was really frustrating for massive Star Wars fans and the induction and the constant introductions of new characters felt the film to have not the best edge, but I thought that this was a pleasantly fan finale to one of the most successful franchises. Coming in at number four is The Avengers. The final film in the phase one of the MCU has so much action and excitement as Marvel took a massive gamble and prevailed. The Avengers films are mainly seeing all the action sequences exploding into one and all the connective stories. But I felt that the character interactions worked, you appreciated the casting choices that Marvel had made and chuck in the idea of S.H.I.E.L.D. together that grand scale and Loki as well being a fan favourite villain in, chucked into the mix made for a fantastic formula. I don't think a lot of people give this film credit because of the whole connective f film that this has but you've definitely got to put it on any sort of ranking in, with the Marvel films. Missing out on the top two is Jurassic Park. The first film in the Jurassic Park trilogy is a groundbreaking piece of film with incredible visual effects, stunning performances and the classic status that brings new fans forward. Spielberg definitely brings that icon, iconic scene and iconic directorial ability and, and the visual effects make it so fantastic. Even though we've had so many CGI films and battles now so for new fans it probably wouldn't look that exciting but you have to really appreciate that this was the film that kicked off so much and is definitely one of Spielberg's most iconic films in his canon. Missed out on the top spot for me is Avengers Endgame. The penultimate film in the Infinity Saga is the perfect culmination for me. It's really well written with smart set pieces and plot points that link in with other films and other installments even far, even far back to Phase 2. Each character gets their own moments to feature and show their development as both a hero and a person. And I think it was fantastic that they celebrated all the characters explored in the film. That was definitely really original and nice to see. Despite answering several questions about Infinity War and the other films with certain plot points, it still creates a future for the new set of MCU heroes. But coming in at number one is Avengers Infinity War. The celebration of 10 years of the MCU is the best MCU film to date for me. It's so falsely advertised and it's for the best, keeping people surprised and the twist and turns being really exciting. The action sequences are amazing, of course they are. They are. It is Marvel 
and the long duration is filled with emotional moments and hardcore MCU moments that the fans want to see, particularly the comedy between Doctor Strange and Iron Man to Rocket and Winter Soldier teaming up. I think it's a fantastic way of celebrating the whole cast and characters they've ex- they've managed to get in at this point. I think some characters has more time than others, but it was just so expected, and the characters that they focus on were really interested to watch. So that's it for the ranking of the top 10 highest grossing Samuel L. Jackson movies. It's fantastic for me to do this. It's fantastic for me to keep doing these podcasts. I really do appreciate all the support. So many messages at the moment, uh, you know, really telling me a lot about what you guys want to see on the channel. It's fantastic. All of the messages, I really do appreciate it. And if you want to join me on a podcast, let me know as well. We've got some fantastic collaborations coming up in the next couple of weeks and make sure you favorite and follow so you never miss them collaborations and getting other people to share their favorite films and tv shows join me for the second film in our mcu phase four journey series where we look at some incredible films of course from marvel and a lot there mentioned so make sure you check the podcast out tomorrow And I hope that you all enjoy watching films. Bye-bye.